Hey guys, and welcome to our seventh episode of Philosophy Fridays. Today, our guest's name is Kevin Tanga, who is an entrepreneur. Oh, and he's an entrepreneur in the direct selling industry. He is also a active philanthropist who's really keen in charity. He does a lot of charity work and he's also very passionate about people and relationships and we're really excited to talk to him today. So, so let's, let's get, get this bread. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Tanker, thanks for being here, bro. Thanks for doing this, All man. Right. Happy Thank to have you here on the show. Thank you for having Thanks, me. Cheers. Thanks for going down. Thanks, Shaq. Thanks, Hamza. So you want to start by telling us about yourself. Who is Kevin Tanger, right? Like, mm-hmm. start from the start, you know, from the moment of conception <laughs> to where you are today. <laughs> step one. From the very step start. Uh, moment of conception, I, was, I wasn't... I technically was there, yeah. But <laughs> technically? Technically, I was there. Not in the current state, you were <laughs> I was there. Um, ask my parents about that. I don't know. I don't even... I haven't asked about it. It's all right. Let's not go too deep. Um, well, cool. Uh, who am I? I am... Uh, born and raised in the Philippines since I was 12 uh, in a upper middle class family mm-hmm. um, and then I came over to Australia uh, with my immediate family been living here the rest of my life um, how old were you when you came to Australia 12 12 yeah yeah so half my life's been here half my life's been over there mm-hmm. what was the reason for leaving the yeah. Philippines because we're immigrants as well you know yeah, we came what was the situation oh, were you guys born here? No, we were not nah. born here. Oh, I came born. to Australia. Hey, yeah. Immigrant oh, Immigrants, you know, refugees. Um, <laughs> so it actually wasn't my decision. It was, uh, it was my parents because I was too young, you know, like 12. Um, so my parents knew that they could give me a good life in the Philippines because what my dad is earning now in Australian dollars, he was earning that in Filipino pesos. Mm-hmm. Um, which is worth a lot more. Which is worth like four times more. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we had like a um, get, eat at better restaurants and go out more and take more trips. But they just knew that moving to Australia would give us a better overall quality of life mm-hmm. in the long run. Yeah. So let's talk about you now. So you, you came here, you, came, you, you went to school, finished high school in 2017. Yes. You know what I just realized? Kevin used to tutor me in high school for English. I he did. tutored me and then I tutored Hamza. <laughs> oh, oh really? Yeah. Did you do that? I <laughs> for English. So I was like, did you use some of my techniques? Or? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the stuff oh, I taught you was from Kevin. <laughs> Right, you're just like a fake tutor. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I had a I had a tutor as well. Yeah, you, you want to get podcasts? Yeah. yeah, you need a tutor as well to yeah, carry, yeah, on. Yeah, carry, carry on. Carry on, carry on, carry on. legacy. <laughs> carry on <laughs> traditionally. You finished high school in 2012. I did. Yeah. And what was the journey afterwards? Because I think a lot of people that might be watching this, they might Ooh. be at the same age as you know, 18, 19, okay. going to uni, Great. whatever. Um. So. I think if you're on the cusp of starting university or you just started, I don't Hamza's only in his first year, mm-hmm. uh, a good question to ask yourself is, do I want to go to university? Because university is a great thing if that is what's going to bring you to where you want to go. Absolutely, man. Facts. Right? And for a lot Facts. of people, that question is like subconsciously answered by what the ex- what's expected. It's expected. <laughs> they personally don't say, yeah, I'm going to go to uni. Uncles, My parents, yeah. friends are doing it. I'm going to do it. It's... It's not even expected. It's like it's if you don't do it, everyone looks at you, looks down on you. Yeah. Right. Um, so what I find is that a lot of people go to university because their parents want them to, and half the people who go in the first year have no idea what they're doing there. Yeah, straight up. They're doing a degree that they're unsure of, and the thing is, you're accumulating debt while doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. I have a mate. He's a great, very good friend of mine. 
first year he did engineering and then he did teaching and then he did nursing and then now he's like like he's finishing his <laughs> third degree and then it, he accumulated so much debt from those years that's easy 100k plus yeah that's i was easy. like what are you doing yeah. like so that's really easy. i would love you to reflect yes on what it is you want for yourself and block out other voices because mm -hmm. it's your life right no matter you know your parents aren't going to live your life they're not going to pay your bills forever you know, once you get off that payroll, you're gonna have to provide for yourself. So really think about where do you want to take your life? If it's through the diversity route and that's where you want to go, do it. If it's other ways, do that. Facts, man. And it's, this is the time of like your life where it's, it's pretty much safe to try different things, right? Yes. You're, you're, you're still in the safety net of like living with your parents or whatever. Exactly. Everything's provided for you. So why not just like get ready for the uncomfortable times in the comfortable times where, yeah. as opposed to just jumping into the uncomfortable times and like facing the hardships there. So one of my mentors, his name is Louis, he uh, told me a really good analogy for that. He said, fix your roof while it's still sunny. Because oh, when yeah. it rains, you yeah. want like oh, it's too dangerous it. to be up there. To you are up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, already, it's, it's, to it's too roof. late. It's yeah. too late. So fix your roof while it's sunny. So by the time it rains, you're ready for it. And then the next time, you're rich enough to pay someone to do it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, but like, it's true, right? So you're living at home, mm -hmm. you're, you're not paying rent, you don't have dependents, you don't have kids, you don't have a mortgage. It's the best time to make mistakes because you have such a huge safety net to fall on. Definitely. But, Absolutely, yeah. all right, imagine if you try to do all this, like, try to, like finding yourself and taking risks mm -hmm. when you already have a mortgage, have kids, you have so much the people and things depending on you, it's just, what much a like a much wiser time to do it now yeah, rather than later definitely. and that's i guess all of those things are the rain in that analogy that's, yes. that's when the rain comes in you can't go yeah. up in the roof trying to fix that when all that rain is going on yeah do it fix it before the rain comes and it's not going to get easier it's just going to get harder right <laughs> the rain's going to exactly. yeah. get more rainy <laughs> yeah and like I, I wanted to say this right like going to uni is like you know conventional wisdom and like conventional wisdom is conventional wisdom because to a certain extent <laughs> it's right if everyone's doing it then it's probably like Eat that the right thing to do, but here's what I'm here's what I'm wanting to say. In order for you to not to go against that, you need to have like a very good reason, and that's like you know something that you want to do. Mm -hmm. If you, if you if you want to go against that, then you need to have like don't just like you know don't don't go to uni just because you're like ah yeah yeah you know. But if you want to like go against that, you need to have a very good reason. Like yes. you know you need to have a plan you need what you're gonna plan, do, yeah. and not sure. just like you know just go out. Just because you want to be a rebel, that's not. That's yeah. not. You're yeah. just gonna be a, an ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be an ass. <laughs> you need. A, you need a solid plan. So uh, I met. Vin, you know Vin Jang. Have you heard of Vin Jang? Vin Jang. No, I haven't. No. So Vin Jang is a Aussie Vietnamese guy. Uh, half like uh, he was born and raised here in Australia, um, and right now he has I think uh, one of the biggest um, magic websites in the world. He teaches magic. So, right before he started that website. He was in university, and then he went up to his parents, and he said, Mom, Dad, I'm dropping out of university. Mm -hmm. That house that you have for me, I wanna sell it, and take 100 grand of your money, and I wanna start a website teaching magic. Yeah. <laughs> right? Damn. All right, if, if that was my parents, <laughs> I, would get, I would get slapped in the face, slapped everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. They'll be looking for a new child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. He was like, he thought that he'd be looking for a new child, right? But then what his dad said really inspired me. Because his dad came here by boat because um, trying to escape persecution, you know, the Vietnam War. Mm -hmm. So what the dad said, he came up to him, he was like, son, I left my country 
because I didn't want someone telling me what to do and how to live. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to be persecuted. Yeah. And the last thing I want to do is tell you how to live your life. Definitely. So you could quit university, you can sell the house, but you need to take responsibility and make your choice the right one. Because mm. sometimes there's no obvious right choice. But whatever choice you make, you have to make it right. Absolutely, man. Yeah. That's, that's 100% true. So if you quit uni just because you want to stay home and play video games, you have to think, is that the right, the right choice? That's not the right choice. That's not. Yeah. Have a solid plan. What do you want to do with your life? If university is not the way to that route, don't do it. Mm. Unnecessary debt. And you can't check. University debt is the hardest debt to get rid of. Yeah. In the world, you can't. Even if you, even if you claim bankruptcy, you still have uni debt. Uh-huh. So, um, if you don't need it, don't get it. That's it. And the thing is, like, there's nothing exceptionally difficult about a university degree. Anyone can do it. It's not actually that difficult, right? Actually, let me rephrase that. Like an undergrad. Did you say you're an undergrad? Like, like, <laughs> yeah. If you're doing like PhDs, yeah, that's difficult for sure. Anyone can do that, but for you to, I guess, like you know, do a bit more, you have to do a bit more. Which is like doing other things on the side. Like I could like finish my degree within the next year and a half if I wanted to, but I don't want to do that because I know that anyone can do the degree. Like I was yeah. actually talking to Hamza just on the way here. Like you know, I actually have like some sort of a plan, a solid plan that by this time next year I might be able to buy my first property. Mm-hmm. That's not something that everyone can do no. at my age because they're all just you know trying to like graduate or like gonna get good yeah. grades or whatever. It's true. Like uh, what you were saying, how. Um, Everyone can do university because if you think about it, in our parents' generation and the parent, like uh, our grandparents' generation, less than thirty percent of the population did university. Mm-hmm. So if you did uni, even in an undergrad, you're almost guaranteed a job. Nowadays, a job, it's a not job, yeah. a new job. Nothing it's is not like that. Yeah. Nothing's guaranteed now. If you like, there's over seven thousand law graduates in Victoria alone, and only one thousand new openings mm-hmm. a year. If you do the maths. There's a lot of going to yeah, be unemployed graduates. 6,000 graduates that have to either like, you know, find then, some other work outside yeah, of the field. Or keep and, going. They have yeah, to do their yeah. masters. They have to do PhDs. And it's crazy. It's insane, right? So. And the more time they spend studying, the more time the world, like the job world has to change. Exactly. By the time they finish their PhD and everything, their job can like, just be redundant. Exactly. <laughs> right, I feel like this whole episode, we're just going to be bashing uni and we're recording this at uni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, uni's so great. Cool. If that's what you want to do, if you're in love with your course and what you're doing, keep doing it. Mm-hmm. It's just, it just has about, doesn't have to be a default for everybody. But overall, what, what we're just trying to say is like, if you're gonna take that uni route, at least get out there while under like, under that uni, under the safety net. Yes. While you're yeah. getting the education, get out there and you know, get experience, meet Ex- people. Explore. That's, that's the time. Explore. That, that's the time. That's the time to do it. Network. Definitely. Yeah. What was your relationship with uni? Whew. Um, so I was a straight A student. I did really well during high school and when I got to university um, I just realized that there's a difference between learning and education Mm, right yeah absolutely bro that's true so like in my first year of university I learned what self-learning was podcasts Mm. reading books those sort of things that you know aren't mandatory but I want to learn because I think it's going to grow me and I thought that grew me way more than university did or learning criminology did. Mm. And I think I use that more in life than I'm ever going to use my degree for. So university was a great way of educating me and like setting discipline and like organization. Mm-hmm. But in terms of how it did for my life, the self-education that I did outside of university was more important. And where are you at now? Like, did you, do you want to like talk about like, did you like, did you finish? 
Yeah, I finished my university. Oh, okay. And like, where are you at now? Let's talk about your present. So, you know, I know that you're working and you have like mm-hmm. a side business that you're doing. Like, yes. you know, and you're, yeah, like talk, talk to us about that. Where are you at now? Okay, great. So right now I have a full-time job at St. John of God Healthcare. So uh, I manage houses over there for the disability, which is really great. Mm. Um, and then I also run a business with USANA. I've been doing that for like five years now. So quite a while. Mm. Um, that's pretty much pretty much it in terms of you go to the gym as well <laughs> <laughs> rock climbing and stuff. yeah I love rock climbing rock uh, climbing gyms my favorite um, let's see have a girlfriend go to church going to church later um, we're recording this on family. a Sunday yeah, yeah Sunday like Sunday I uh, love my family I don't live with them but I see them at least once or twice a week just because and it's like, a, it's like a hour drive but it's so worth it yeah, yeah. it has yeah. to be worth it yeah. yeah man love my family so let's talk about the business, right? You have a side business that you run. It's yes. in the network marketing, direct selling industry. Yes, it is. Talk to us about that, why you started it, like what challenges, what sort of, I guess, like why does th- this industry have a bad reputation, sort of like, you know, that, Ooh. I don't know. I, yeah, actually, we'll get to that in a second. Talk to us, like, you know, why you started it. Let's explain it first, what it is. A lot of people- Yeah, yeah actually, sure. it. Uh, so the network marketing business, or the network marketing model, uh, what it does is you are a, consumer and distributor of a certain product or range of products. And by creating other distributors or consumers, um, the company compensates you. So it's kind of like, uh, like you know, uh, in, this, in most cases it's like through income, but you see it happening in gyms. So if you go to a gym and they're like, hey, if you bring a mate, we take $5 referrals off your monthly. Stuff, yeah. yeah, it's like referrals. So it's like that. So in that case, it's still similar to the model, mm-hmm. but instead of paying you with money, they pay you with um, a decrease, like benefits, decreasing your mm-hmm. monthly uh, gym membership or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's network marketing. And like, it makes sense. Like, it's actually a really good model. Like, because word of mouth is the best form of marketing, right? It is. Yeah. And yeah. like, I guess, like, why did you start it? You know, Ooh. what has your, what has your journey been so far with it? Okay. So I started it. Uh, a very simple reason is because, uh, okay, when I was in high school, um, I wanted to get a job. You know how everyone's getting jobs in like yeah. year 10 or so? I wanted to get a job. I told my parents, mom, can I get a job? They were like, finish high school first, get good grades and you can get a job. I'm like, okay, good. So I finished high school, got really good grades and then I was like, can I get a job now? They're like, yeah, sure. The thing is though, that I was too expensive for Maccas and KFC because I was over 18. Uh-huh but I was too inexperienced for like Coles and Kmart. So I couldn't get a job. Yeah. No one would hire me. <laughs> uh, and I was in first year uni and then I didn't have any money. Um, and then my parents thought I was lazy cause I wasn't like, <laughs> didn't have a job, but I was applying. I was just, no one was taking me. Um, and then a mate of mine just said, hey, I have this business. I want you to come check it out. I saw it and I was like, this can really work. Mm. And I gave it a shot. Honestly, I had no idea what I was getting into. Um, but as I learned about it more and more, hey, five years later, I'm still around. Because there is a pretty big misconception around the whole yes. model or whatever. Yes, there is. Um, yeah, a lot of like, how did you challenge that? Like, did you ever like, did you ever face that? Like, oh, this, yes. this might not work. It maybe just be, you know, Tons of people. Difference. I had so much people say that it didn't work. Mm. Um, one of the biggest people who said that it wasn't going to work out for me was my dad. So my dad was like, oh, I've tried network marketing. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And then I told him, I was like, I was pretty ballsy. I was like, dad, it might not work for you, but I think it might work for me. I just want to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then I found out months later that him trying it out was joining a network, like uh, joining network marketing, asking three of his friends to try it. They said nah, so he and then he quit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Dad, you didn't even that, give it like a fuck try. That's like common. But it's very yeah. common. It's very common. So a lot of um, in the industry we call them posers, mm. uh, and that's people who go into the industry and then they have a list of five or six friends that they reckon will say yes. Those friends say no, or they like they introduce it in a way that's not bringing them the best chance of them saying yes. Mm-hmm. Everyone says no, and they're like, oh, it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and it's GG's from there. And it's those people that, I guess, make the, give it's it their reputation. Yes, the industry exa- exactly. Because they're like, all they did was take my money, and I made no money. <laughs> but you got the product, right? That's, yeah, that, that's it. That's it. Um, so, yeah, that's the biggest misconception. So, I think some of the biggest misconceptions is that the people on top make the most money. In old school um, models, that was true. Whereas the higher you were in the chain, mm-hmm. the more money you made. Um, not tr- it's different from company to company. So you really have to like, look at how their compensation plan looks like. Mm-hmm. So I'm just thankful that for the company that I'm with, USANA, the compensation plan is very fair, where many weeks I make more money than the people on top of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been weeks that people below me has made more money than me. So yeah. there was a week um, when Shaq used to work with us, when Shaq made more money mm-hmm. than I did in a week. So. Uh, it's very fair that if you work hard, if you build your business properly, you get paid more. So it's performance based, not it absolutely. It's definitely absolutely performance, performance based, mm-hmm. yeah. So just because you're, let's say, just on top of someone, if they're performing better than you, you can't just. <laughs> Why'd you laugh, bro? <laughs> none, none of that, bro. None of that. Anyway, anyway. I did not laugh. I, I saw you laugh. <laughs> so if you're on top of someone and they're performing better than you, it doesn't mean that you get all the benefits. <laughs> It's a professional environment, yeah. mate. Stop being so immature, my son. <laughs> You're my better bro. Uh, if you don't get the joke, ask your parents. <laughs> tell them to watch this. <laughs> tell them to watch this too. Yes, yes. Let's get back into it. I'll tell you not to watch it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny what's going to happen. Uh, um, but yeah, it's performance-based. Based on the value you bring to the market. It's like, it's like anything else. Mm-hmm. I think one of the best books that I've read that explains the industry in a, in a really sort of like unbiased manner is Business of the 21st, 21st century. century. Yes. Robert, Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah. Because he was actually a, a big critic, a critic of this industry. Yes. Until he actually went into it and saw how it's actually done properly. Yeah. And he was like, book I have to write a book about this. And it's not just network marketing it's actually based on just like the entrepreneurship journey itself mm, yeah. and it's talking about the the quadrants as well right the cash flow quadrants yeah, oh, yeah. that, that fits in just in the job world the professional world just in general so it's it's a pretty big like overarching i guess yes narrative or whatever but then the main focus is behind the the network this marketing model yeah. Yeah. in uh in two separate occasions uh robert kiyosaki and president trump uh, they said that if they were to start over from scratch, mm. how would they build up their net worth again? They said they would find a good network marketing company and get to work. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because that's the, one of the quickest ways to get cash flow. And cash flow in, like, in the business is king. Mm-hmm. So yeah, cash flow is king. If you want to invest, you need cash flow. Yeah. So if you don't know the quadrant, you want to get to the right side as soon as possible. So you want to get to the B and the I business owner and investor Mm -hmm. and the easiest way that I know of to get to the business side uh, is through network marketing or online sales Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and if you're not savvy with online do network marketing yeah that was a that was quite an intense conversation (laughs) (laughs) bashing the hell out of university (laughs) uni's great yeah yeah yeah, it's like you said before like you know if if you're 
if your passion isn't like you know the, the, the academics being a doctor engineer you need to go and do the academics you, do need, you, you, you need can't it. get it without you mm. can't get there without yeah. that route but if you want like something more like something out of the ordinary it's not only you know you can do it in other ways there's so many other ways yeah but it's time to break it up with a game yeah. we are going to play the whisper challenge again yeah kevin is going to have ear headphones on playing loud music I'm okay. gonna say something, a sentence, a word, a sentence, uh -huh. and you have to try and read my lips and guess what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it goes. Yeah, and then uh, we'll take yeah. turns there. Uh, right. I played this game in JB Hi Fi, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, like uh, those sample headphones you put on? <laughs> oh, yeah. The noise cancelling ones? Yeah, I get a friend to like say something, and I'm like, Ooh. I'm screaming oh, in the middle of JB. <laughs> We're at university. We're at university. <laughs> We're at university. <laughs> It's gonna be Wolverine and <laughs> Jesus. No, no, no. I'll, I'll do it. That's not. That's no, wrong. That's it. wrong. We're at university. Where are you living? No. <laughs> We're Close. at Closer. university. We're at university. Oh, okay, there. Yeah, nice. okay. I, I had to make it easy, you know. <laughs> Wolverine and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what a combination. Can you hear it? Can you hear uh, us? Yeah, let's go. Can you hear us? Huh? Can you hear us? Oh, no, okay, uh, let me think. Um, watch Philosophy Fridays. Do it again. Watch Philosophy Fridays. What food do you have in the microwave? <laughs> <laughs> That's yo. Uh, do it again. Do it again. Watch Philosophy Fridays. What's Philosophy Friday? Yeah. That was good. That was good. Yeah, that was it. You go gym, but you're small. <laughs> Again? You go gym, but you're small. I popped my pimple. <laughs> <laughs> you go gym, but you're small. I don't like you people. <laughs> oh, you're right. I one more, one more. One more, one more. You go gym, but you're small. One more time. You go gym, but you're small. You go gym, but you're small. You're a little shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> you go gym, but you're small. Uh, <laughs> my penis is small. You go gym, but you're small. <laughs> you are cheap and you're small. Close. I can't. I don't you Two of them you got half, right? Yeah. What'd you say? Uh, you, you go gym, but you're small. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you just like expose yourself? <laughs> you're, you're small. <laughs> Actually, let's, let's talk about the, the this um, side business that you have a little bit more. What? vision do you have for it like how what would you like it to ideally reach a uh, state of like you know how would you like it to be in the future ideally okay great thank you um it is my personal exit plan from full-time work mm. so <coughs> golden I handcuffs on the rat race yeah to get out because uh right now i'm working full-time and i love my job i'm good at it but it just you can love something, but it not give you your freedom. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you can love your parents, but you know, they might not give you your freedom. You could love some, anything, mm -hmm. right? But if it holds you back, it holds you back. Definitely. 
because I have big plans for what I want to do with my life, you know. I want to do missions trips, I want to start a charity, I want to, you know, do all these things and raise a family, do all that. Um, and I just can't see that with full-time work. Like, I would hate it if I was at work and I missed my kid's first word. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or the first time they were that way, you're, you're going to be working full-time and living part-time. Exactly, exactly. That's it. Right? And um, so for me, I want my USANA income to overtake my full-time income within the next four to five years. Mm -hmm. So by the time when I'm MMI. Like, when I'm 30 and I'm settling down, ready to start a family, then I'll at least have enough to live off of what I'm earning. I don't have to have multiple six figures. You know, if I could just have enough from my USANA income and from my investments, over six figures mm -hmm. a year, doesn't it all have to be passive? Some of it could be active, mm -hmm. but as long as I'm not working full time, then that's what I'm looking. Sounds yeah, because yeah, because yeah, yeah. What I realized about you, you're a big, huge family you're guy. Screen, you're a huge family guy. Uh, ah, and, yeah. and I can see it really matters to you a lot to not miss the first words of your of your child or the first steps they're taking. You know, mm -hmm. you don't want to miss that. Those are no. really precious moments that are never going to repeat themselves. Yeah. So for me, families, I mean, like relationships are everything, right? right. I think everything that you get uh, that's material should be there to enhance your relationships. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, what do you bring with you to the deathbed? You know, you can't bring your Rolex. Hmm. You can't bring your Mercedes. You can't bring your video games. You can't bring any of these things. But you'll have all your memories that you created with your friends your family, impact you the impact you left behind, the legacy you get to leave behind, the people who you've been able to touch and improve their lives, that's what you're really leaving in this world. There was actually a, a, a study done, it was like one of the longest studies that was ever conducted, it went, went on for like 90 years or 80 years or something, almost 100 years actually. And they took a bunch of young men from like in like the early 1900s when they were like, you know, 16 to 18 just starting out their working lives and stuff like that and they track these men these hundred men I think it was a hundred men yeah I think I all throughout one. their lives right from these hundred men some of them like you know went downhill some of them one of them went, became the US president or some, something like that oh. so they had like a, a diverse range of um, lives that lives yeah. that each of these men lived but at the end they asked them the, the same question they're like what was it that really mattered yeah and all of them said the relationships they had and the memories they created with the people in their lives <laughs> yeah and I find that really admirable that you're actually like trying to take those steps now so you have the capacity to like, you know, build that life that you want to live. Yeah, exactly. Like pay for, pay for it now. If you're going to pay for the price of success, don't procrastinate it. Mm -hmm. Because as life, you know, as life gets, as you stages of life advance, then it's going to get harder and harder. Mm. So pay the price now while it's cheap, you know, interest goes up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, speaking of the business, you recently went on a, a trip to the US through Missana, I did, right? yes, yeah. yeah. So that, that is Kevin right there climbing the Grand Canyon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, so... That's mad the hit. Well, hey, it's, worth say, it's worth it, you know, yeah. for the photo. I'll just say the damn Kevin, you think <laughs> 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 um, It was funny, there was a... Uh, in, in my high school group of friends, um, the girls voted me second best butt in, year, in the year level. No way! Uh, yeah. um, do you know who beat me? Um, do you know Mike? Oh yeah! Do you know Mike? I know Mike, yeah. Yeah, um, Islander Mike? Yeah. Yeah, he beat me, yeah. I was, so you have the second best I, butt yeah. of 2012. Let's see. No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm more proud of that than any award I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh yeah, you went to um, and I saw Gary V. Gary V actually came to speak to this Usana conference, right? Yes. What did you get out from this? Like, what? okay, so Such a big figure. You guys know that Gary V's view on network marketing isn't the best, mm-hmm. right? Have you heard him speak about it? Yeah, a yeah. Bit, actually. So, Gary V usually he said that he would like usually wouldn't speak at any network marketing things, um, but the reason he caught Usana's attention was a lot of his friends, a lot of the people that he trusts, says a lot of good things about the company. So he was like, okay, I'll check it out. And then once he saw the product, he's like, okay, it's actually pretty good, I'll go speak. I think the most, the moment where he shut the entire audience up was he was like, all right, I'm a social media guy, I've been following hashtag Usana Usana convention, I've been following everyone's social media, and I love your company, it's great, but the associates are what I have an issue with. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone got quiet and he was like, all of you guys are selling lifestyle, but I know 99% of you who post don't even have it yet. You guys are fakes. You know, talk about your product because the product's actually good. Your life isn't like, your life, you're not there yet. Why are you posting? Like, yeah, all, the, all these things. So he's like, focus on bringing value to the customer, not trying to um, show off how cool your life is. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa. And he was like, that's what I don't like about network marketing, the overhype. Mm-hmm. Like say it how it is, say how good the product is, that's it, bring value to the customer. Don't overhype yourself. You are not, and I was like, damn. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely love that guy's authenticity and the fact that he does, doesn't give a shit. He <laughs> did not give a crap at all. Um, but yeah, that, that to me, I was like, okay, let's make it more about the product. Cause I, I think I was, Someone who's like that. I like I like showing off my life, but sometimes I was overhyped, mm-hmm. or sometimes I did try to show off just the best parts. Whereas now I'm taking a more authentic route where I'm showing everything, the mm-hmm. good, the bad. It's, just, it's been pretty good since I got yeah. back. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, and the products are actually really good. I take them still. Yeah. I take the fish oil, the biomega. I take the magnesium, calcium, vitamin D. I take in the winter months. I take proflavin, vitamin C. Um, I take the whey protein as well. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, Get up, bro. Come through nicely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get up, Kevin, bro. He'll, he'll get you. Say no more. Supplier. Say no more. And I think there's one more photo. Oh damn, Kevin! Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd bring back some memories. Oh bro. no way! Bro, is that like when you were like twelve or something? Bro, what are you talking about, bro? See that triceps? He <laughs> <laughs> says triceps, but it zooms into the chest. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> nah, yeah. Wow. Yes, that was great. Bro. That was uh, we and uh, me and Shaq and a few of us. Uh, we took a trip to Mornington Peninsula. Uh, yeah, we hired at a house for a retreat. Um, it was great. That was a good time. Yeah. yeah. Madden by what the heck? Madden. <laughs> <laughs> you were still in school doing exams at that time. Oh, that's sad. That's sad life, you know. <laughs> oh. All right. So we talked about your vision about your financial side, right? Yes. And then that's also linked in with you know you want to have your own family. You want to just yes. live the life, right? What would that life look like? I think we've actually Ooh. had this conversation and you said, and you painted a really nice picture like through the five senses, remember? Yeah. 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 Do you want, do you want, do you want to replicate that? that now for the wider audience? Would you want to show that? Oh. Ideally, this is what Kevin's life would be like, you know, if ever like. Okay. I think uh, what it would look like is I would wake up in my own bed with my wife laying next to me in my own house, um, 
that I bought and designed myself uh, next, like uh, close to the beach in a good mm. area. Um, and I wouldn't wake up from an alarm. I wouldn't wake up mm. from, uh, you know, like, you know those annoying 8 a.m. Yeah. alarms that you just turn off and put 8.05? <laughs> none, none of that. Um, I would wake up to my daughter shaking me, saying, Daddy, Daddy, wake up. Uh, I'd be like, oh, oh, hey, baby, what, what is it? Um, and she goes, what are we doing today? What are we doing? And it's not even a weekend. It's a weekday. It's middle of the week. And I say, whatever you want. Whole day is yours. Oh, what a G. What a G. That, that that's it. is the life that I would want. I would love to live. Ah, even thinking about it just like brings so much emotion up. Um, and that is what excites you. You know, you wake up every day to make that vision. You're working towards that vision pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And you wake up. The alarm doesn't wake you up, right? That, that's that, that's <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. On a weekday, you know, like not having to wake up and like drive in traffic at like seven thirty in the morning yeah. with yeah. everyone else going to jobs they don't like, they hate, and stuff like that. Or like most people anyway. Yeah. Like, well, no, no. Like statistically speaking, seventy percent of people don't like their jobs. Mm-hmm. And a, like uh, a small percentage want to leave, but won't. Yeah. No, oh, thanks for yeah. showing that vision. That was a really good vision, you know. Yeah. It's a really good vision to have for a life that you want to create for yourself. And like that's what people don't see. Like you know, like people that are trying to like you know, start a business. You know, other people are like, oh, you're greedy. You want money or stuff like that. But yeah. it's not. It's not just. It's not for yourself. It's actually for the people around you. You know, mm-hmm. for your family, for the, for your loved ones. <laughs> that's the thing, right? Okay, so I have a I have a lot of uh, issue with people. When I say, don't you want to make more money? And they're like, nah, I have enough for myself. Hmm. But I'm just like, they think that actually, by not taking more money, they think they're being selfless. I think they're being very selfish. Because if you have just enough for yourself, that just means you have nothing to give. You know, you have nothing to give to charities that you care about, you have nothing to give about to family members or friends that might need a bit of support. It's It's also the pronoun they use. I don't. I don't need any more money. I have enough for myself. I have enough for <laughs> it's myself. Like, it's like what about others? You know? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like I know Shaq wants to do a lot of with it, like for his community. And if he, I know that if he had the resources, he would put into the people who he cares about. So, and I know the same for Hamza as well. You know, I know you're building that dream. So, make more not for yourself but for other people because there's a truth be told. There's a lot of greedy people out there that want to make money just for themselves. Mm-hmm. But if you're a good person, make money for other people because the more good people out there making money, the less money there is for the greedy people. Straight so, up, man. Straight up, how? Yeah. What is the legacy you want to leave behind? Like, you know, when you exit this <laughs> earth, yeah. what would you want to be remembered for? What um, do you want etched into time, pretty much, you know? <sighs> okay, so the big dream, you know, I said I want to start a charity. Um, mm. I grew up around poverty, uh, 12 years in the Philippines, and it was so normalized, I was so desensitized to mm. it. And coming to Australia, I realized that that doesn't have to be the case. That we can actually, there's enough, and if we give enough, we can have enough for everybody in this earth. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is I want to ha- um, play a part in ending extreme poverty. You know, mm. People living under $2 a day, yeah. you know, not eating for like a whole week. The, that's one of the things I want to get rid of. And that's the background all three of us come from, right? All three of us that's come it. from poverty. I want to, because I believe that if you're blessed, you're blessed to be a blessing to others, right? You're not blessed just to keep it. Yeah. You know, you have to, because we come from such a uh, fortunate background, you know, we're in Australia, we have so much opportunity. 
Why not work hard for the people that are struggling? Exactly. Right? It's our responsibility yeah. because some people would literally kill for the last we had. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Fact, bro. Because even if you have a bad day, it might, you might still have food in your stomach and a roof over your head and people who care about you. So do something about it. You know? I believe it's our responsibility to do something for the people who don't have what we have. 100%. So that's what I want to leave. Obviously, I want to be remembered as being you know, a good father, a good husband, a good friend. Good rock climber. A good rock climber. <laughs> you know, a sexiest dad. Ah, Second best butt. Second best butt. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the legacy I want to leave in France. Uh, none of the school captain stuff. Nah, that. Um, but yeah, I, I want to do something about the wider world because as much as I love my family, if I live my life just for my family, um, like it's, if I can cause an impact this big, why stick to people who are just this close? Mm-hmm. I believe I can do it for everyone. So, And I see you doing, to a certain extent, you're doing that already. Like, with, You do a lot of charity work, you do a lot of fundraising work. So you're doing this in your capacity that you, do, that you have right now. Yeah. And that's, and that, and that's admirable because mm-hmm. you're actually taking steps. And you just magnify and intensify later on. Yes. Once, yes. You have, once you have the resources, the capacity to magnify that like a hundredfold, then mm-hmm. you will do it. Uh, before so, we start uh, crying, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, that, you know, honestly, thanks for coming down, you know. Respect. Oh, right. Well, we haven't, we haven't done the no filter game yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why, the, why am I still here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this is our seventh episode and you still don't I totally forgot that one. <laughs> oh, oh, lucky number seven. I was doing this yeah. thing, what the heck. So what we're going to do is, Hamza and I, we're going to alternate. So I'm going to say a word. Okay. And then you are going to say the first word or first idea thing that or phrase that comes to your mind. Yeah. Oh, no, no hesitation, you know. Ah, right. got to clear my head for this. Sweet. So, first word? Family. Love. Success. Friendship. Legacy. Dream. Money. Power. Culture. Family. School. Boring. (laughs) (laughs) Girls. Sexy. (laughs) Home. Warm. Australia. Home. Purpose. Second best butt. <laughs> <laughs> Second best butt in Cranford. That's my purpose. Yeah. Purpose is hard, man. God. That's wonderful, bro. Thank you so much, Kevin, bro. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for being here, bro. No worries. Thanks for having me. Appreciate the this. wisdom, man. Respect. Right. No now, where, you want to just give yourself a, a quick plug? Where can people find you if someone wants to connect with you, you know? Uh, I'm at, uh, at MK Tanga on Instagram. Uh, you can find me, Kevin Tanga. That's T A N G G A. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on. Uh, LinkedIn. Um, I heard TikTok's gonna be the next big thing. That's what Gary uh-huh. V said. Yeah. Gary V said, "Don't sleep on TikTok, man." Um, Start a business there. Really yeah, because uh, <laughs> uh, people asked him, "Is like, isn't it only like prepubescent teens in there?" And he's like, "Nah, man. You got to get in it now while the prepubescent teens are there before the businesses uh-huh. get in." I was mm. like, "Okay, I'll listen That's to Gary true. V." Um, but yeah, uh, hit me up. Um, but yeah, I love these guys. Uh, thank you for having me. Pretty much it. Hey, uh, do your best work. Uh, find out who you want to be, and do it. That's pretty much it. Straight up facts. Facts. Yeah. <laughs>